Warning! This episode may contain every villain that is lemons, and also content and language that some listeners may find offensive. And lemons, you forgot that. No, I said the lemons part. What about limes? A lime! Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast, the Tea and Cleaves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. Hello, welcome, greetings, salutations, and hellos. This is T here. That's a lot of hellos. We've got a lot of listeners. Hmm. I think you're... Uh... They love us. I'm going to cut you off there and say they <laughs> love us. <laughs> I was going to say deluded. <laughs> Deluded in how much love they give us. Right. Yes. Backdoor love in your case, I would assume. Is there any other kind? Well, mouth love in your case. Well, sometimes they bring me things to the back door, and they usually mouth. chocolate, mm-hmm. and then I put them in my mouth. No, that's fair. That's, that's your... It's backdoor face love. You know, that's my episode title, right? I'd be disappointed if it wasn't. Ah, uh, hello, everyone. It's nice to see you. And welcome to Backdoor Face Love with T. <laughs> this week we're covering the back door. our face <laughs> with love from the back door. What's your favourite chocolate bar? Oh, that's a tough one. I do like a good Twix. Is that because we saw it recently? Or Bake Off, yeah. Yeah, okay. But we weren't allowed to call it Twix. No, it they were It was weren't. a nameless Twix-based product. It was like brown, like like gold label bar. That's what they called it, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Caramel-based biscuit covered in chocolate bar. Yeah, which is Twix. What do you prefer, Snickers or Twix? Twix. Yeah, it's a good call. Everyone prefers Twix. Yeah. But I do like some nuts. I'm not Spe- going to lie. <laughs> if you prefer Snickers over Twix, then quite honestly... You're a communist. Well, I wouldn't have gone that far, but I do believe you should probably die. I'm sorry, communist is is worse than dying? Yeah, I mean, do you want all of your money to be shared out? I don't say you have to share your money. You might just benefit from communism. Well, yeah, if you're poor. Yeah, what if you're a poor communist? Well, then it's fine, isn't it? By definition of communism, you shouldn't be a poor communist. (laughs) Let's be fair. Mm. There's, There's no incentive to be a doctor, though, is there, when you can be a bum? What if you're a bum doctor? Okay, fine. Just yeah, doing the back, doing the back door stuff to mouth, and maybe the mouth. <laughs> you may as well do both. You may as well be a whole specialist. Also, <laughs> that's gynecology. Well, all yeah. the holes. Yeah, but gynecologists don't do like nostrils and ear holes and mouth, do they? It'd be nice just to have a whole specialist. <laughs> like if you said, "Oh, well, we went to doctors. Oh, I went to see a whole specialist," right? They don't necessarily know it's going to be your bum or dick hole, do they? They just know that it's <laughs> some hole. It might be, might be your ears. It might have an ear infection. If I was in a hospital and someone walked up and said, Hello, my name is Dr. Khan. I'm your hole specialist. I'd probably go, Thank you, doctor. I'll try Chinese medicine and walk away. <laughs> wow. Why would you be putting eardrops in your bum hole? I don't know. That's what Dr. Khan told me to do. So I can hear better down there. Shall we move on? Yeah. So, 
coming at you from floor 400. Man, that's a lot of floors. Yeah, I thought I'd round it up. Partly because we haven't recorded in a while. And there's been a lot of floors built. Yeah, well there would be. It's been a while. We've just had a surge of pre-recorded filth. As opposed to this non-recorded filth. Well, everything's recorded. I don't know where you were going with that. Nope, I got nothing. So we're back, baby. The boys are back. We're doing shitty... We're doing... What we do? We are doing... Oh, yeah, preface it was shitty. I cut that bit. <laughs> you better. What we are doing is Seesaw Classic. We give you the new shit. No one likes it. We go back to Seesaw Classic. Although the new shit is doing quite well. Yeah, more people like the new shit, if anything. <laughs> if anything, we're sorry for this. Okay, so please shut your face, but now open your face. What are we doing this week with this classic episode? Standard pod rape. <laughs> you like to think it's a pulling, I like to think it's a pod rape. Not forcing me. Okay. I don't want to. So Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want this. What so, pills was it that you gave me? Pills, no. Carlsberg, specifically. And you spill it all on the floor. It says Rufyberg on here. Rufenberg? Sure. Yeah, I think that that's what you meant to say. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week, off of a previous episode we did about disabled superheroes... Oh, I thought you were going to say previous episode we did about part twos. But this is also a sequel. <laughs> and we're going to run on the sequel train. Nothing wrong with that. Me T2 was better than Terminator. We've done this a million times. There's no other better sequel than T2. The rest of them were shit. Rocky 2. Okay, Rocky 2 as well. R2 and T2. They're their exceptions. Okay, let's move on. So, you've heard the heroes. Let's hear about the villains. What we're doing today, T? I just told you. So, previously we did an episode based on... Disabled superheroes. Uh, so, so essentially, it's going to be the same thing, but with supervillains. They have to have a disability. Are they that, still within the same blind of us? Yes, still the same blind of us, and we can't go into the villains we mentioned before. Good, because I can't remember them. So, in this episode, we're doing villains that have to be blind or disabled or disabled with the prerequisites of what? Their powers cannot supersede their disability. Okay, that's fair. Do they arch arch villain? Do they have to have a? Are they the same as the superheroes in the sense that they have to have an arch hero? I guess in this case, well, like a sidekick. Oh yes. Well, no, like like they have to have a nemesis. You know, Joker's is Batman, etc. No, I'm not gonna say no. What? I mean, if you want to, that's fine. Can they have a sidekick? Oh, a sidekick could be a nice little touch. A henchman. Yes. I think oh, we do henchman. Henchman's a good one, yeah. We do henchman. I think that's better. And then we can introduce, yeah, we, we can get... Oh, in. an evil lair as well. Let's say they have to have a lair. Okay, they, have, they can have a lair as well. Okay. Yeah. I think that that's fine. That's fine, yeah. But we, we don't have to have a protagonist to go against them. Because I don't want to stifle my creativity. People work best within boundaries. I think that's true. Yeah, they do say that. <laughs> I think given, ent- given boundaries, people are the most creative. Yeah, I think that's entirely true. So, I went first last time. So, so you will again. I think it's only fair <laughs> that you do again. <laughs> You'll be that guy, are you? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, you're a dick. Just put me on the spot. I've literally 
put no thought into this at all. This is the whole point. So, my villain is a big villain. How big? Thanos level. Oh, so he's big in terms of, like... The sta- Like, not, like, physically large. He's not, like, the size of the Earth. No, 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 he's he, not Galactus. He, he, he's no, big no. as in, in the sense of he's, like, the super, super main villain. I would say he's the main villain, but he's one of the big ones. Okay. Where would you put him in terms of, like... Oh, yeah, okay, you already said Thanos. Okay, fine. Yeah. Thanos is pretty big. Okay, he's kind of getting up to there. That's, that's a big one to start off with. Okay. You want to bring him down a level? Like I'm, Bane I'm, I'm level. Not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring him down to ba- not Bane level. How dare you? <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm not talking Catwoman level. I'm talking Bane level. Like you know, I'm not, not Scarecrow, but Thanos. Thanos is pretty large up there, mate. What about that like, ego from Guardians of the Galaxy? I mean, he was a planet who wanted to destroy the universe, but not quite Thanos. Hmm. All right, fine. Stick with it, mate. Stick. You go with it. Yeah, I would. It. Okay. His name's Blinkulon. Wait for it. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so Blinkulon was an actor. Okay. Not not the best actor because blind people can't get the parts, which made him incredibly bitter. R- right. But then one day, while researching, I don't know, plays or some shit like that, he came across a book. Magic. He's a magical villain. Like Doctor Strange. Okay. No radioactivity here at all. No no capital radio. Nothing. He came across a book, and the book inhabited a spirit or some crazy shit. Pick one. Um, A god. A dead god <laughs> okay. in a book. Right. Could have just said actual god. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just, just dead god. The dead god that was defeated by unknown, but that's yet to come. What was the, the name of this god? Um, Ikea. Okay. Ikea the god. The Norse god. Uh, and empowered the the matey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you even remember what your guy is? I know his name's Blinking on, but I'm trying to think of his actual name. Like, um, Dave Davidson. There you go. <laughs> Dave Davidson. Awful. And Dave Davidson, he was reading this, and he's like, oh, I'm a terrible actor, and I'm blind, and no one will hire me. And then he got this this dead god just inserted itself right into him. He's got Ikea inside of him? Yeah. yeah I, mean, okay. <clears throat> I mean, that's one of his powers. Like He can make fantastic Scandinavian furniture with basic materials. Granted, it's not very good. And it falls apart very easily, but he's really good at doing it. How is that helping him fight? Well, I guess take over the world. What, what's, it, what's his motive? Okay, so his motive is... Is he annoyed by regularly good furniture? <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, damn you houses with good furniture! <laughs> okay, so that, that is one of his things that pisses him off. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But he is very bitter, as a blind person normally is. What's his arch enemy? Oak Furniture Lamp. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> so, he's been possessed by the god of Ikea. And of course, he's still got his own motives. You know, he's quite bitter. You know, he, he was an actor who didn't get his, his parts and stuff like that. And you know, he, he's a blinky as well, of course. Hence, blinky on. And what all his friends call him. Unfortunately, he can't see the beauty of the Ikea furniture that he is now able to make. Arguably, no one can. 
True. But he also can't visually see the irony of it, which is slowly driving him mad because he's excellent at something he can't appreciate. So his aim is to kill everyone who can't appreciate furniture. My assumption is that you want to turn the world into a one-way system whereby you have to look at everything as you go past, but ultimately not buy anything that you want at the end. I mean, that could be a theme. That could be <laughs> one of the comics. I mean, even Thanos had a different thing other than the power glove. Or Infinity Call, or whatever they're fucking calling it. Power boot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could have had the power boot. But it's not about the boots. It's about the booty. <laughs> it's about the booty. So the whole point of this dude... Yeah, um, Blinky Long. That's that's his name. That's his name. Didn't forget it at all. Is that he wants to make the world as he was? What do you mean? Blind. <laughs> so he wants to go around and blind everyone. Basically, yeah. He's not okay. about killing everyone. No, he's not crazy. Like, even Thanos didn't want to kill everyone. He just wanted to kill half of everyone. Right. So this dude is like, I want to blind everyone, bring everyone down to my level. I'm bitter, I didn't get the, the acting career I wanted, I can't see the furniture I'm able to make. Yeah, he's, he's basically the Jesus of Ikea. Fantastic reply board. <laughs> Jesus is a carpenter. Yeah, but we're talking ply board, it's different, isn't it? So this is his endeavour, and this is what he wants to achieve. To level the playing field. Yeah, basically. That's a good motive. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. I mean, his powers, I mean, we've already covered like creating fantastic furniture. As a blinky, I imagine he wouldn't be able to read his own instructions. Yeah, but that's the beauty of it. He doesn't need to. Right, okay. He has all the knowledge of Ikea. Yeah, he's just like, a, he can put it together without even thinking. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> that is a dream. And that, that's what he's good at. Like that, that's, that's his ultimate power. He's great at putting anything together without instructions. Which comes down to... What's yeah. his big master plan? How is he going to make like, the entire world blind? Gas. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> I'm gonna mustard gas the entire world. So fuck me, that's pretty dark. So his instruction, his instruction-based <laughs> knowledge, isn't limited to IKEA furniture, but he also knows how to make mustard gas because it. There oh, that been, is convenient. There would have been instructions at some point for mustard gas, so he knows that inherently. How's he? <laughs> there's instructions for something. He knows it. Right. How exactly is he going to release this gas around the world? So what he'll do is he will put it inside all of the furnishings that he releases through the chain IKEA. And then when you inevitably like split the wood, as you do on every single fucking build you do, mm. that's when the gas gets released. That's smart as well, because I imagine most everyone in the world has a piece of IKEA furniture. I do, um, and everyone has one that they've split because they're screwing it together, and it just like, <laughs> splits the wood. Because they're screwing it together. It's together, yeah. <laughs> and it just splits the wood. Like, my bed downstairs, I'm pretty sure it's Ikea, and I've I've split that like when putting it together. Giggity. <laughs> so this is his grand, grand scheme. I mean, he's playing the long game, let's be fair. Yeah, very long game. I imagine <clears throat> not everyone's going to take Ikea furniture home at the same time. There'll be a product recall, is what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Do you have one of these uh, Model Xs that releases mustard gas into your face? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that back. <laughs> yeah, but he's a crooked CEO. He doesn't have to recall it. Oh, so he's the CEO of Ikea now as well. 
Well, he's the god of IKEA. He's above any CEO, isn't he? Right, okay. I mean, this is his primary plan. I mean, he's going to have mixed results of it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. He's definitely going to have mixed results. But he also has another plan. Okay. Put arsenic in reservoirs. Put arsenic in reservoirs. For a second, I thought you said put arson dick in reservoirs. <laughs> I mean, arson dick are his henchmen. <laughs> okay. Like Rocksteady and Bebop. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go into them too much. Fair. Baseball and arsenic in res- reservoirs. I mean, for all of his, his subtlety of one plan, he's just loading up trucks full of arsenic and just dumping them in reservoirs. Right. Okay. So, he's not so subtle on the other side. And that, that's where he, that's his downfall. Okay. Because he's one directional. Like yeah, an Ikea. Yeah. He can only think of one direction. So... He's not thinking of any consequences. He's just going straight forward. Like, he knows his destination. He's just pushing forward with it. Arsenic and reservoirs. So, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> blinking on. I mean, I did say he was Thanos level. Yeah, he, doesn't, he, he does not seem Thanos level. He, he seems Saturday morning cartoon level, if I'm being honest. <laughs> he can also fly. Let's <laughs> just throw that in there last minute. Also, he flies. Which does not help him at all. He can't see where he's fucking going. Sandals aren't good for flight, <laughs> incidentally. You might have seen that. Not he, he What's the, um, you know, the bat version? Batdoll. Yeah, that one. Well, you don't have that. Okay. You're not that smart. There's no blueprints for that, so he can't make it. And that's my dude. Nice. He's pretty evil. <laughs> I don't know whether he's Thanos level evil. <laughs> oh, he'll get there. He'll get there. As soon as there's a, like, a schematic for the Infinity Gauntlet and all the Infinity stuff, oh, yeah, he'll, know he'll make that right. and then he can solve everything. Okay, fair. Providing yeah. there's an instruction manual, he can make it. Mm, okay. So don't ever write that shit down. Oh, he'll know. Nice. <laughs> shit. It's so fucking pointless. Well, that's my villain. I should do mine. And it cannot be a centipede. <laughs> Mine's not a centipede. Mine's um... It can't be a millipede either. Damn it. Mine's um... Cake. Go on. It's um, uh, a cake lady. Her name is um, Cake Lectra. She's an electric cake. <laughs> cake Lectra. <laughs> okay. What level of villain are we talking here? Oh, minor. <laughs> so minor. But like Scorpion from Spider-Man. Um, no, we're, we're talking more like Green Goblin from from Spider-Man. We're not, we're not, or maybe like Dr. Octopus or, you know, something like that. Or Electra, but with the cake. <laughs> anyway, Cake Electra. Most electrifying cake in sports entertainment. <laughs> okay. She um she's always getting a slice of the villainous activity. I hope she has a lot of confection based puns. <laughs> oh mate. She's got more puns than fucking Skeletor. <laughs> more puns than a bakery. She's got hot cross puns. <laughs> that's that, an Easter edition. Yeah, yeah. That's uh that's one of her attacks, just hot crosses. <laughs> She throws them at people. What's because of that indentation? Oh, mate, no. They burn through <laughs> people's skulls. 
Wow. I mean, it's starting to be more villainous than mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, she's, she's not a nice person. <laughs> okay. Um, essentially, what happened was when she was younger, she was um, getting a cake out of the oven and um, she, she lent in too much. Uh, and the heat went right into her face, blinded her, but then also her brother, for jokes, kicked her in. <laughs> Full in. <laughs> so we're talking a bit of head burniness here. Like, got some, got some facial scarring going on. Okay. She's not a big fan of her brother. Like, uh, he's also a villain. I'm gonna call him, I don't know. Bun Daddy. The, the Genoese surprise. Uh, <laughs> oh, we don't, we don't hear about him today. No, he's uh, okay. for a later Go back to Cake Collector. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of facial scarring. Can't see either, obviously. Right. <laughs> so she can't see her own facial scarring. So that's nice. That's nice for her. Um, <laughs> but also, she is a little bit bitter because other people, you know, she, they, they don't see the beauty in her. They don't see a, a nice, moist sponge. They see, unfortunately, a bit of facial disfigurement. And that's not nice. So she wants to go out and much in the same vein as um, your person. Blinkilon. Blinkilon. Rather than blind everyone with mustard gas, she simply wants to take out her brother. The Genoese Surprise. <laughs> that's that's her arch enemy. Well, the Genoese Surprise knew from an early age that Cake Lectra was an evil, evil bitch. <laughs> from the time that she tried to start shoving iced fingers down his throat as a baby and he's like so they're both villains then a little bit yeah a little bit i guess <laughs> i mean you can't be you can't be a hero can you if you kick someone into an oven at an early age or stuff like iced fingers on someone's throat yeah no well that that that's what i mean that was what kate lectra did to, to the genoese surprise he wasn't known as that back then he was just known as jeff jeff <laughs> jeff and jill Jeff and they lived on the hill. They used, they used to fetch pails of water on various occasions. <laughs> he was always annoyed that he wasn't called Jack, but whatever. So what are her powers, specifically, other than disfigurement? Well, that's not power, is it? I, I mean, know, but who you've told us about this? Unfortunately, it was the power to horrify people. Oh, burning crosses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, funny. right. So... She's got burning crosses, which she literally can peel off hot cross buns if she wishes, and throws them at people like uh, Death Stars, um, Again, like ninja, like Ninja Throne Stars. Yeah. But they cut right through people's faces. Also, she has the power to bake things out of any material, so she can just grab like uh, trees and a bit of carpet, and then all of a sudden you got yourself a nice caramel carpet pie. But it's also filled with poison. Because <laughs> she can mix her own shit in with it. She can mix her own toxins in with it. Okay. And also, like, she can put anything into a cake. That's it, right? She can bake anything from anything, but also put anything into it. So it's like, oh, here's a nice um, custard cream biscuit. Uh, but inside, um, flames. You bite into it, and it bursts into fire in your mouth, and um, your head's on fire. <laughs> okay. Like, literally anything you can put into it. You know, here's a nice uh, Chelsea bun, but that cherry, made of um, 
Standard knife blades. Or, for example... They look red and tasty, but really they're going to cut your mouth to pieces. They're basically Weetos. Okay. Uh, Black Black Forest Gow turns out to be Blinkinon, who just appears and puts arsenic in your water. No, she can't do other people. She can't do living things. It's inanimate objects in... Oh, so Terminator 2 rules. A baked... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, In a baked... Some sort of baked thing. But she can bake it herself. Her chest is also an oven. The problem with her powers are, if she wants to take anything like, um, you know, like leaves and carpet that we talked about earlier, and bake it into something deadly, it takes approximately uh, 20 minutes on 180 degrees. (laughs) So there's a time limit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she'll get there. She'll be deadly in approximately 20 minutes. Does she have any immediate powers that she can use? Uh, the real problem is with the oven because she hasn't put any of those blinky dots on the side of the oven, so she's <laughs> never quite sure what temperature is at. So what happens if she also opens? she doesn't have an alarm that tells her when twenty minutes is up? So often <laughs> she burns the cakes, and when she throws them at people, it's nothing but a hot mess. So that will happen if she bakes. It'll be a perfect bake, or it's ineffective. Yeah, like those Stanley knife blades that she was after. Just just hot metal burning people's eyes. Which, don't get me wrong, <laughs> effective, but not as cutting as the original intention. <laughs> anyway, the Genoese surprise. Okay. He has um, been jealous of his sister for a long, long time. And that's who she's after. The problem is he, he's started to become a little bit, you know, around in the public eye. Oh, Genoese, Genoese surprise, yeah, yeah, We love that guy. He's like the baking master. Give me some sponge, give me some cream. That, that's literally his catchphrase, bring the cream. Uh, and uh, she, she is, she's fucking sick of this shit, so she's always trying to go after him. And just he's just too good. His, his baking prowess is far beyond cake lecturers. So how is he villainous? He's villainous in the sense that he takes out he takes out villains, but he he's he's more like the Punisher. You know what I mean? He's like he takes out villains, but he do, he's he's happy to just basically. He's not moral. Sh- yeah, exactly. He shoots them up. He's happy to rub glass in the face, etc. Does he does he give them like cakes cake- that answer their nutritional requirements? Yeah, some people, like the kids. He's like, yeah, I have this one. It's healthy. <laughs> and the kids like, yeah, but it tastes like shit. And he's like, fucking eat it. <laughs> It's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> the, best, the best comments he's ever got from his vegan cakes is, oh, tastes almost like the real thing. <laughs> that's any... That's the, <laughs> the best compliment you can get from yeah. a vegan cake. Oh, yeah, tastes almost as good as the real thing. Whereas Cake Lecture's speciality is vegan cakes. <laughs> well, we're building on the law now. <laughs> Episode two. And Cake Lecture really wants to take him out because jealous of his fame, but she n- will let nothing stand in her way. All of his media entourage, she will take out just to get to him. It's a pure jealousy number with Cake Lecture. A jealousy with extra gluten. Also, she can fly. This episode was brought to you by the letter B for bullshit. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I enjoyed this recording, but at the same time, it seems like it has a lot less structure than the first one. It's difficult to uh, have disabled superheroes. It's difficult to make superheroes. Mm. 
We're building the universe step by step. We are building the universe. Yeah. We just need someone to draw it. And if you would like to draw Blinky Long or Cake Electra or the... What's it? Her brother? The Genoese Surprise. <laughs> the Genoese Surprise. Or going back to our original episode, if you would like to draw the Centipedo. Uh... I believe his name was Johnny 100. <laughs> Johnny 100, the centipedo. Or Janine Sighted, the Sighted. Please do send them to us and we will quite happily feature them on our social media and everywhere else that you can find good podcasts. Or this one. Or this one. <laughs> and on that devastating note, I feel like I should just apologise for this episode. <laughs> We're sorry for wasting your time. We'll be back next week with something more structured. You know what? We're back to classic seesaw. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, it's your own fault. This is a new seesaw, which makes you want to go back to the old one. I take back my apology. Screw you, it's your fault for listening. (laughs) That is not the fans. Fine, it's not your fault for listening, but I've got nothing for that. (laughs) He never does. And on that... We hope you enjoyed listening to Cecil Podcast. If you have any complaints, forward them to Cleves directly because he's given out that email address, apparently. It's it's only Phil that has my personal email address. Okay. Phil, don't email us. We'll see you next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. you find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.